summer brings in that opportunity to really nourish ourselves, to go within ourselves and really ask like, who do I want to be? Like, where am I growing? What is my path? And I know those are the questions that I've been asking myself. And I feel like that's a really important way for people to really kind of understand like, you know what? I am tired of this. I'm tired of being on this treadmill. How can I shift into what something else is that is better for me? Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I welcome back my friend, my Reiki master teacher, Terry Ann Hyman. Terry is a Reiki master teacher, spiritual mentor, and intuitive coach. She offers spiritual makeovers for the modern day woman with the mystical teachings of spirituality. Through her empowered spirit programs, she teaches tools and techniques to regain your confidence and trust your inner guidance by creating a spiritual practice. She is the host of the Empowered Spirit Show podcast. She has been interviewed on ABC TV and published several times in Reiki News Magazine. Her book, Confessions of a Shower Tapper, The Ultimate Guide to Living Your Purpose with EFT, is available on Amazon. She offers energy sessions, Akashic readings, group online classes in her Energy Mastery Sanctuary, Reiki training, and private mentoring. I know you will love this interview as much as I love putting it together for you. Terry is back on the podcast. She's been here before, and I cannot wait for you to listen. So sit back and enjoy. Hi, Terry. How are you today? Hi, Tina. I love being here. Thank you so much. Having you back is just like a party. I love it. <laughs> I know. I love chatting with you. It brings back so many great memories, all that we've done, all that we've grown through way back when, right? Yeah. So far back. We've gone through so much. And I'm just so excited to bring you back because we're always getting more and more new listeners. So welcome if you're a new listener. Uh, Terry has been on the podcast a few times, and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm excited to really share what's been going on with you and your new program because it really lights me up. And I want to share it out to the world. So wherever you'd like to start, some people may not know you, so you can start a little bit there and then we'll kind of get into um, this new beautiful work that you're doing. Thank you, Tina. Thank you so much. You know what? I like to work where I am. I really do. I work with the change of seasons. I work with what I've been going through and what's really been helping me because I think that's so valuable right now. You know, I'm able to channel in messages from the universe. It's like, okay, like what is going on right now? You know, what is our culture? What are we doing? And, you know, right now in the culture, it's like shaping you to be the same, shaping you to be on that treadmill, shaping you to really kind of follow what everybody else is doing. And I'm not so sure that's the best way to be right now, right? And I think that a lot of us, especially coming out of COVID, we were hurt. We had all that fear coming in. And now it's like, where are we and what are we doing? And I think summer brings in that opportunity to really nourish ourselves, to go within ourselves and really ask like, 
who do I want to be? Like, where am I growing? What is my path? And I know those are the questions that I've been asking myself. And I feel like that's a really important way for people to really kind of understand, like, you know what? I am tired of this. I'm tired of being on this treadmill. How can I shift into what something else is that is better for me? And so that's kind of where I'm coming from. Summer always brings up the energy of my body. I can't help it. You know, I'm working in spring and you know, trying to get back in shape. And sometimes the harder I try, the harder it is, right? And so working in the medicine wheel, which you know I talk about all the time, the seasons, the transitions and all, we talk about the idea of course correcting, right? We've talked about this in our business classes, like, you know, like just shift a little bit, course correct. And I always relate it to the rocks in the medicine wheel. Move a rock, clean it up and notice how that shifts your energy. And so I began to ask, okay, what is it I really want to offer this time? I always do something new in the sanctuary. I always do something new in terms of program and teaching. And it's like, you know, this idea of course correcting, what if we talked about shape shifting, right? I think if I was to say, oh, let's do a class on losing weight, like that's just so inappropriate right now. It really is because everybody has the right to their own shape and the way they want to show up in the world. And I knew I grew up in a world where you got to be skinny, skinny, skinny. And that just didn't fit me. It really didn't. Right. And then combined with the energy of emotional eating, which I have, and I know you and I've talked about it many times and like, okay, where can I best serve right now? And so this whole idea of shape shifting came forward for me. Right. It is a shamanic teaching. I know in my studies from Native American energy and even the energy I carry through my ancestors, the whole idea of shape shifting started to be a fascination for me. Like, how can I apply this idea? Because what is shape shifting anyway? Right. We yeah. use our imagination, we use our intuition. I know, and traditionally, it used to be the idea that you actually changed into a form. Like if you saw any of the Native American TVs or the movies and all, it's like all of a sudden they were chasing somebody and then all of a sudden you saw a deer jump. It's like, where'd they go? So lots of times people think, oh, that's the only way to shape shift. But if we were to bring our teachings forward into modern time, we can still apply that concept of really like, okay, where do you want to be? And bring that imagination into your own consciousness and let that be your guide. So every summer I talk about the wild woman. <laughs> she just comes out because in the energy of summer is the divine feminine. She's growing. She's birthing. Look around us. Look at the earth right now. Everything is alive where I am. Everything is just like overgrown right now. We've had so much rain. But that energy of mother, of the divine mother comes forward. And so why not shift into a little bit of that summer passion and that summer heat and get a little sexy with yourself and bring forward the wild woman? So that's kind of where the consciousness came from. Underneath the teaching, I think, is a deeper part because I am an emotional eater and I've suffered for many years. I really have, you know, for me, loneliness, processing emotions, I turn to food. I really do. And so it has been a constant challenge for me. However, through the tools that I work with and teach, it has become something easier for me to deal with every year. Right. And I do notice when I emotionally eat and I acknowledge, okay, okay, Tara, had 10 cookies. When are we going to stop? You know, instead of beating myself up and shaming. So that's kind of where I'm at, T Tina. And I think the whole idea of emotional eating, I think we all can relate to in some form or another. Don't you agree? No, I absolutely agree. And, you know, one, I just have to also say that at the time of this recording is the summer solstice. It's June 21st. And so, how appropriate it is that we are recording and we're here together on, you know, 
the first day of summer. And you're wearing this beautiful color yellow. And I know I don't always do videos in my podcast, but here's yellow, like the sun. You have your solar plexus. You're a wild woman, right? The yellow just is like brings out that, you know, that energy. And you said so many wonderful things there, but, you know, just to even take it back a little bit, the shape shifting, I think that's what really grabbed me too, because as you know, I've always struggled with my weight. I've always struggled with eating and, and food and so forth. And again, same thing, you know, the ideal of how to be a certain way, have to be skinny, you know, summer body, summer sexy, you know, um, geez, you know, I was all, already at some point I was a coach and like trying to get people to lose weight. Right. So it was like, what can you, how, how much smaller can you get thinner thin is best, but this idea, um, and it's not even an idea. I know it's more channeled for you. Cause I know these things come to you, the shape shifting and having an energetic property to it is so much more appealing because like you said, we're today where we are today. Thank goodness. More and more we're accepting of our bodies. That doesn't mean that we don't want to make some changes for health, but we're more accepting of our bodies, right? It's not like you have to look like this or you have to look like that or lose 40 pounds in, you know, four weeks or something. We're really starting to understand that everybody, everybody has a body and how can we enjoy life to the fullest and be as healthy as well as we can. And if that means to look at, especially our emotional eating, right, which is probably off the charts since COVID along with other habits, um, really is going to be so helpful. So I love that idea of taking it into a spiritual context, taking it into all the work that you do and really looking at it from that standpoint. Now, I want to just kind of share with the listeners, you, you know, you speak a lot about, um, I believe you call it the rights. And if you could break that down, because that's been a real bulk of, bulk of your beautiful work and program. So can you share a little bit of that? Because I know that's going to be weaved into this program yeah. as well. So uh, the it's an acronym, rights, right? We always like to come up with something that sticks. And so the rights to me represent rights for your everyday life. And I think this whole idea of bringing spirituality into our everyday is so important. Lots of times people are like, okay, I'm gonna do my meditation. I'm gonna keep my practice over here. And they go out in the world and they totally forget they have tools. I mean, I'm sure you've seen this with Reiki, especially like Reiki too. Oh yeah, I got, I got symbols I can use now. Totally forget, right? So the idea of rights into your everyday life reminds us, wait a minute, let's take a pause, take a moment of noticing and let's use the right. So right stands for Reiki, intuition, tarot, EFT, stones and crystals. So moving those through, because sometimes, you know, we get a little bored with ourselves, right? Like, okay, let's trick the mind a little bit. Let's come at it from another way, working on many levels, which also shape-shifting really talks about, because as humans, we tend to be one-dimensional. If I don't see it, it doesn't exist. But that's just so not true. You know this. You know the messages you bring in from spirit. They're as real as can be. We don't see them, but you're bringing them in. You're telling them. And so if we allow ourselves to open up and recognize there are many dimensions in life, there are those different, there's the physical, then we've got the imaginal realm, then we've got the divine realm, right? And we've got our power and all our techniques. If we work on these many dimensionals, we can really come at it from so many different ways and kind of even like Reiki teach works on all levels of the body. We can't just work on one level. So the rights come in to give us a variety of choices. You know what? Today, I feel like drawing a few cards. Let me see. You know what? Today, I'm in my mind and actually tapping, emotional freedom technique. We are going to be doing lots of tapping. And I have to chuckle two things. One is I was preparing for the program and trying to figure out. I took away the stress of trying to lose weight. 
Like I've been trying to lose weight and get back in shape for my son's wedding, right? It's like covered it up. It's like, oh my God, I have just got to stop all this judging, get off the scale, stop judging myself. And I just started really relaxing and working with the tapping, doing tapping scripts. And the other day, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing, I think I did like eight scripts in a row for the program, right? To get them ready. Sugar cravings, food cravings, guilt cravings, shame, all this. And by the end of the day, I'm like, I don't think I'm ever eating again. Like it had all <laughs> gone away. <laughs> right. And then I went to pour, which you can relate to, a little glass of wine. I'm thinking, okay, next comes the wine tapping, right? It's like, you know what? These are just old habits and they're old ways of coping when there's so much more ways that we can really process energy, find ways to congratulate ourselves, right? And then like, you know, one of the things I talk about too is water. <laughs> water is such a better processor of energy, right? And like, okay, when I'm feeling that energy, I tend to want to go for the food. No, let's go for the water. Let's drink a cup of water. And then we have the opportunity to move it through the body. And that has been such a help. You know, one of the tapping scripts I did was I eat for nutrition, right? And that's a big one. I tap one in the shower. I'm a shower tapper. Hello. I do that one all the time. Terry, we eat for nutrition. Remember, we eat for nutrition, now, the other thing, too, I noticed, too, that I was having a little trouble getting active, you know? Sometimes it's right. like, oh, I just don't feel like going to that yoga class. I haven't tried it or I don't want to go for a walk. And so I started tapping on that. Come on, Tara, one, five minutes, right? Like five minutes, just go check out one class. And I would tap on that. And then I found myself starting to get into the swing of it and really starting to find the things that made me feel good. I actually started swimming again. Wow. I haven't swam since I lived in New York and was pregnant with my son. So he will be 34. Wow. And I started swimming and I go early and I get out in the sunshine and I feel the water and I'm like a kid again. So when we find ways to break our habits and really start to open up, I think that's what the summer's about, you know? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I have to just kind of pause you for a minute because that's sort of where I'm at. You know, my my dad passed about six weeks ago. And prior to the six weeks, um, you know, I've had this alcohol-free journey. I'm coming up on six months. Yay, yay. July 1st. And, um, you know, that has a whole other thing. But really, that was such a habit, right, of course. And then I was really getting in this. I, I was starting to really feel wanting to better myself all around. So all the different areas were kind of showing themselves. And so I had really good rituals with spiritual practice and my journaling and meditation and pulling my card every morning, but I was resisting the movement. I was resisting the movement. And then finally, um, I got in a nice little routine. I would just do really simple movement on the bike, like 20 minutes. And I would do a little bit of arms and I would walk a little bit a day and I wouldn't even try to hit the 10,000 steps or whatever. And I was really feeling good. And even the mornings I would wake up and not want to do it, it was propelling me to do it consistency. And then my dad passed and I have yet to go back to movement. Now I've kept my spiritual practice. I'm writing every day. I'm actually writing him a letter almost every day and it's really helping me, but I'm resisting the movement, but I'm getting there and I'm feeling more and more like myself. And I for sure have had a lot of emotional eating because it's like, well, you're grieving, have the cookies, have this, right? I'm not going to the wine now, but I don't want to also substitute, right? And so I'm finding that movement is key. And what you said is so similar. I should try some tapping. I should just do your program, I guess. There we go. Um, <laughs> do some I love it. it, it to me, it's amazing. But yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. need, you know, it's like, okay, once you do it, right, then you just, you just, you're never going to feel like you want to do it. I, I don't think there's, yeah. there's days that you will, but a lot of days you won't. And so you have to say to yourself, once you do it, it's like a yoga practice, right? No one ever regrets practicing yoga 
They never, you never regret the practice you don't do, right? I mean, you only, something like that, I messed that up, but you're only going to regret the practice you don't do, not the one you do, right? It's like everything, right? And so, yeah, it's, it's all of it. And I love that we're, you're putting it all together to, um, to break the habits, to look at things, to, to tap on it, to use the tools, you know, all the things you said when that writes, yeah, you know, it's like having your, your tools, having it in your back pocket, right? Oh, right. That's right. I can do, I can do Reiki. Oh, right. Oh yeah. Tapping. I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Where's my crystals? Where's, where's my cards, you know, and just kind of using it as this, as this theme. So very exciting, very exciting. stuff. It is. And you know what? The thing that happened is that when I was starting to work on the program and do the practice and try these things and, you know, people started saying to me and here I've been struggling, trying to lose weight every week, get and like, just put it, I hadn't been on the scale now in a while. And I know I feel better. I know I look better. I'm active and people are like, wow, what have you done? And I'm laughing because I put away the the hustle of it. I put away the push of it. And I just kind of relaxed into me and doing things like really, okay. I hate to say this, but I hate my belly. <laughs> don't look, don't look at my belly. Don't touch my belly. Don't talk about my belly. That's always been my sore subject growing up. But that's also where I hold that sensitive part of me. But now it's like, you know what? And Ayurvedic teaches us this. It's like, take some nice, beautiful oil when you get out of your bath before you go to bed and rub your belly and appreciate that part of you. Because for me, and probably you too, you're an empath. Like this is where we bring in lots of information. Now we've learned to clear it out, but really honor that instead of fighting it. You know, and I like my hands and my feet. That's the only part of my body <laughs> really like, right? And I'm actually have a little foot trouble right now that I'm moving through and being gentle with myself. But I think when we put attention and time and love into it, it just shifts in a whole nother way. I think, you know, I know for me, I'm used to pushing and pushing. I can do it. I can do it. And it wasn't working. It created a foot problem for me. And so now it's like, okay, here's what I need to do. I need to relax into it. I need to bring all these beautiful things. And I've actually helped several people in terms of like starting their morning diet differently, like using sea moss. You ever hear you use sea moss? Sea moss is so great. And it brings in all the minerals your body needs. I think it lacks only three and you can make it in so many ways. So I'm going to show you how to do this and then how to make a sugar scrub. We all can do this. We don't have to go buy them. We can, but we can just go buy it and make them the, what we want and make a salt bath, you know, all these things that we say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we don't do, you know, even the washes, the washes, Tina, I've been doing the washes in my yoga class. Like, you know how good this is for your skin, for the lymphatic drainage. And I've been studying the polyvagal system. Everything you're doing, I'm doing with the lymphatic is actually affecting the vagus nerve, which is key to our gut health, our lung health and everything. So I'm going to be showing things like that. It's not just going to be tapping. It's going to be also how you can improve your routine and your self-care because summer is that time. It's a time of nourishment. It's a time to sit back and relax into what you're doing instead of being so hard on yourself. Hey there. Have you been criticizing yourself over and over for the shape you're in? Have you fallen into a few bad habits that you want to let go of? Want to shed a few layers of clothes, maybe drop a few pounds and feel good about it? Then my friend, former teacher and mentor, Terry Ann Hyman has created this amazing eight-week online program, Summer Shapeshifting, a program designed to transform your confidence and courage in your body, mind, emotions, and spirit. Working with spiritual and intuitive tools and energy psychology, EFT, she will guide you into shape-shifting your energy into the energy of the wild woman of summer. This is a group program with a VIP option for private mentoring. Sign up now and receive your very own wild woman 
Mojo Medicine Bag. If you missed the first spirit talk about shapeshifting, she'll be holding another spirit talk on July 8th at 9 a.m. Central Time. And for more information, go to terryannhyman.com forward slash shapeshifting. I cannot wait to share this program with you. So that's really what the program is designed to do. We are going to look, we're going to go deep. And you know what? When you have a community supporting each other, it really helps. And we're going to talk about it, you know? And I know for a long time, I didn't want to share the fact that I was an emotional eater, but I am. And it will always be with me, but I don't have to come at it from such a harsh place. And I think that's what's really critical, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's it. I think that when we come from the harsh place, it, it creates shame. And it, it creates more unworthiness, um, especially the darn scale, right? I've given up the scale. Well, not hundred percent. I used to weigh myself every single day, good, bad, or ugly. I weighed myself every single day. It was like this, this thing. And then I realized it was just doing me absolutely no good. And occasionally I weigh myself, but because it became this, what does the number say? So if the number was a good number, whatever good is, right? Whatever the good number is, I'd have a good day or I'd have a bad day. And it was like, wait a minute, I'm more than a number. I don't need to be a number. And I think that that also shifted with um, different things that I was putting in place. And so, but we were so used to having these um, statistics or very rigid rules and to take them out and to allow us to really feel and to do it in a different way. I also think that we have been trained, or at least I have been trained, but probably many others, that if you're not pushing and you're not working and you're not working hard at a goal and you're not like, I'm going to lose, you know, X amount of weight since my son's wedding or so forth, then you're not doing it right. Because if you ease off and if you relax, then you're lazy or you're not doing, you know, you're not hustling. So it's really hard to kind of shift it around. There we go. Shape shifting to understand that it's, it's okay to do that and still get really great results and better results because you're probably getting, it's not only just the weight, it's how you feel. And isn't that really it? I mean, if we all, don't we all just want to feel better? I know I do. Yeah, I do too. And I'll be honest this morning. I said, let me get on the scale, right? I'm a week away from the wedding. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to get on the scale. I feel so good. I'm so excited about my dress. I'm wearing a form fitting dress, nothing loose. Like I usually wear, I'm going to show my legs. I've got a beautiful necklace. No, I'm not going to get on the scale because what will that do? I don't need to. I feel really good, right? And to me right now, it doesn't. You know, Tina, growing up, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. I was the fat kid in the family, quote unquote. And my mom took me to a fat doctor and he gave me diet pills. And every week I'd have to go in front of him and my mother and get on the scale and weigh myself in front of everybody. And if I didn't lose any weight, even if I had lost a bunch and then one week I didn't, I got in trouble and I got like shamed. That was how I grew up. And it was always like, oh, every time I'd come home from school or something, oh, you've gained weight. Not like, hey, good to see you. Now I love my family. Don't get me wrong. But that was always the comment. Oh, you've lost weight. You look so good. Oh, you've gained some weight. Are you doing, you know, like that was always the first comment. And it became such a habit for me. So I did. I refused to get on the scale today. Like, no, I feel good. I look good. My own eyes now, right? Okay. Like, let's just say my own eyes. I look good to myself. And so I was okay. I did not get on the scale. I'm like, you know what? I'll get on the scale when I get back. I don't really, right now, I feel good. I don't want to, I don't want to mess with my mindset right now because I feel Mm -hmm. confident. And I think that's the key right there. Yeah, I'm feeling confident. It doesn't matter whether that scales three pounds or not, you know, four pounds, five. It doesn't matter right now to me because I feel confident in where I am. 
You know, and, I really do. And I think that's the point I want to get out is like, we can feel confident in whatever that scale says, as long as we feel confident in what we're doing. Yes. I think it's important to watch what we eat. Yes. I think it's important to be in shape because otherwise our joints start to hurt us. Right. Yes. I think, especially here, yeah, I'm going to be 66, especially for me to be able to still be walking and doing yoga and showing up. And sometimes they even like, you know, I'm teaching yoga and teaching some of these young kids and they're looking at me like, holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Because I think it's important that we have that active. Now, do I wish my arms were in better shape? Yeah, I do. But you know what? I'm actually tapping, trying to get myself the courage to go ask somebody to help me at the J. Like, can you show me the machines? Right? Because they're all new machines. And I'm going to get there. I promise you I will get there by just tapping on it. And I went and checked them out. I went and looked them up. So I already have done two steps to get myself closer to that. Yeah. Well, I think the confidence is key. I think that when you have the confidence, you exude how you feel. And so being confident and feeling good is really, is really it. Right. And the scale doesn't matter anymore. And the number doesn't matter. It's how you feel, you know, it just kind of circling back. And I wanted to share this is when I stopped drinking, you know, everybody would say to me, Oh my God, you must be losing so much weight. You know, and that's like a preconceived notion for a lot of people. Like you stop drinking and like the weight should just be falling off you. And it didn't for me. It absolutely didn't. As a matter of fact, it was sort of just, I was, I was every, anytime anybody would say that. And even in my own mind, I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, what's wrong with me? I should be dropping like five, 10 pounds. Like you hear men stop drinking beer and they're down like 10 pounds in two weeks. And I'm like, oh, and so I started to feel like a failure. Like, what am I doing wrong? And, and yeah, I definitely was having sugar cravings and that was part of it, but you know what? It was more important to me to be alcohol free and to stick with that and to do the things that I need to do. The interesting part is that over time, I, you know, I, I have lost some weight, but it was the focus wasn't there because I was feeling so much better, so much clearer, right? So much more positive, so much more confidence. And, you know, it's so interesting because like, even like two weeks ago, someone's like, oh my goodness, have you lost weight? I'm like, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe like, I mean, if so, it's like a couple pounds, maybe two or three, really, maybe four. I don't even know. And like, then someone else said it and they tell someone says it a couple times in a day. You're like, huh? And I'm thinking, I feel so good that those three pounds could have been 30. But the point is, is that the confidence that I feel and the choices I've made have been building on themselves. And that's really the key. That's the key, right? Because you have to be happy and healthy in your own body. I mean, yes. Do I want to do things a little bit more and can I do more movement and would I like, yes. So something like this really, that's why when, uh, especially that you're doing it because I love everything you do, but this truly comes at a place or comes get you to see all the different ways and not just one way and that everybody's different and coming at it in a different way. And, um, I just love that. You know, I even love how, um, you know, I'll put something in the information. I love how you have like the wild woman and the mojo, right. And you talk about the medicine bag and, you know, all these things that are going to be part of it is part of like to really embrace our femininity and to embrace summer and to embrace how we feel. And, uh, I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited too. And I will say that even just doing the program, because as I'm preparing it all, I had someone say that to me on Sunday, aren't you a little thinner right now? And I thought, oh boy, am I like, we go get on the scale, but I didn't go get on the scale. I just said, no, I'm the same, you know, I'm just the same, but I did feel good. And again, it's not the number and it's never just about the number and it's never just about the food. It's like, what's underneath. And sometimes that idea of no confidence just keeps putting us in the same place or the shame keeps repelling us. And really that's where some of these techniques come in is to break up, break up the old habits. Like for me, if I keep thinking of that and it comes around, I know when I went shopping for a dress, I'm like, okay, Terry, I had to go back three times and get the right size. 
because I still tend to go for the oversized. And it's still something about me that will always be, but at least I can approach it from a different perspective and really honor myself for just like being where I am and being the age I'm at. There was a while there I was criticizing my age. You know what? I feel more inspired, more excited about my life now than I did a year ago. And hopefully that'll keep going. But it does take a little bit of just like, okay, let me have the courage. We're going to be talking about courage. The lion is a totem for summer. Let me have the courage to just kind of understand more about me. What is my dream for me mm -hmm. right now in this season? Where can I have fun? Because we can't just sit there and go grow, 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 right? Like expect right. it to push. We really can't. It's a divine feminine time. Right. And that's Absolutely. like actually one of my teachers said to me right now, she's like, Terry, what do you think your right foot's telling you? It's like an initiation. You've been pushing all your life. And you know me, Tina, I had to raise my children and, you know, had to be a single mom for so long and I had to be both and had to push. But you know what? Right now, I don't have to push anymore. And that's mm. exactly what this is showing me. Like really sit back, change the way you stand, show up in the world differently. It's exactly what the energy of summer is all about for us. We, you know, it's spring is crazy, busy, busy, party, celebration, school, the whole bit. Summer is like, okay, let's take a breath and let's appreciate what we've done. And that's what we'll be doing. That's exactly what we'll be working with. And, you know, maybe there are others like myself that do have emotional eating in their background and we can work on it. We can tame it. We may not ever get away from it. We actually talk about that as one of the lessons, taming the wind, right? And that's like taming our mind, right? Stop the self-criticizing because it just really perpetuates it. So yeah, I am very excited. And yeah, the mojo bag, mojo medicine bag, why not? So if you sign up now, you will receive that, a physical bag, not just an e-kit, but a physical present from me to help you through the process. Yeah. I love that. So I know that this is for every every person, every woman, um, who is it not for? I think it's not for someone that is just really hung up on like the scale. You know, I really mm -hmm. do. I mean, you can, and yeah, I'm going to, you know, you can chart your weight if you want to, but I really think it's for the person that wants to go within themselves and really kind of understand more and more about what their habits are and what are those old imprints. I work on imprints. You know, like for me, this is something I grew up with, but do I have to be in the same place? I heard this the other day. Oh, I've always done it this way for forever. I've had this. Mm -hmm. Let's break the habit. So if you're a little caught in your mind and not ready to make any shifts or not even want to think about what that wild woman is. Last night I had a spirit talk and someone said that, you know, men have suppressed that wildness in me. And I haven't even thought about that in so long. So it would take courage maybe, you know, right. to come out and open up a little bit. You know, for me, I show my belly. Actually, I've been learning from my students in yoga, the younger ones that come in with hardly any clothes on and they're mm -hmm. all shapes. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can show my belly a little bit. Get over it. So yeah. really, it's for those that do want to have a, a courage to come forward. And if you're a little limited and you only want to lose weight, and you want to lose weight, you know, 50 pounds in six weeks. I don't know about that. Eight right. weeks becomes eight weeks. But so it's really like having an open mind, having an open heart to really exploring all the parts of you yeah. and get and seeing things maybe a little bit differently. Because if you've done a diet or you've done a program that's very based on, you know, one thing, just be open minded. Because I think that, well, I know that this program can really reach so many levels of who you are and take you further. And at the end of the day, we just want to feel good right? We're sick of the being of sick. Day. We're sick of being tired. So, you know, when you're, yes. when you're tired of being tired and sick of being sick, it's time to make that change. And, uh, and yeah, so. Yeah. 
So come Very break good. a few habits, start some new things, make yourself feel good, take time for yourself. That's what this is really about. Shape shift into the wild woman. We're actually going to be working with the oracles, the ones, you know me, I have my tarot deck, but I'm actually going to bring out the uh, mystical shaman oracles and really work with those. I've created a spread for us just for this idea of shape shifting, what's getting in the way. Really excited about that as well, too. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. I'm going to leave all the information in the show notes, but where Thank can people you. reach you, Terry? So best place is either Instagram at Terry and Hyman. That's where all the updated information is, which does definitely link to my website at terryannhyman.com. And check out my podcast as well, T, The Empowered Spirit Show. I have a great one coming up this week. And yeah, and then I'll be posting this as well. I love when we collaborate. Thank you. So excited. So can't wait. I'm very excited. All the information will be below. And um, thank you so much, my dear friend. Always love chatting with you. Yes. Time to bring the wild woman forward. Thank you so much, T, to your spirit. You're welcome. Namaste. Namaste.